Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. I'm your host, Rodney Smith. This is the bite-sized daily podcast to inspire topics for you to ruin family dinners and social gatherings. Join us today as we'll be discussing pressing topics such as dying alone, the base God, how giving birth can't possibly be that hard, and much more fun for the entire family. Please be sure to leave a rating. Stick around to the end. This is Dangerous Misinformation. Greetings, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Dangerous Misinformation, the greatest podcast to ever be invented in the new free world. Uh, Thank you, Christopher Columbus, for discovering me. Uh, Thank you. My name is Rodney Smith, your humble narrator, as I've probably already told you in the intro. But ironically, I record the intro after I record the actual episode, so obviously I can tell you what's going to happen in the episode. So I'll give you a little bit of hook and something to look forward to, so in case you, uh, you know, so I don't create... Uh, absolute clickbait from the title because I'm a kind, I'm a kind guy and that's just what I like to do. If this is your first time tuning in this podcast, this is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody. We make fun of everything. It's the most inclusive environment on the internet because everybody's welcome. Everybody is encouraged to be here. Everybody's encouraged to speak their opinions. And if something sucks, we're going to say that it sucks. So I appreciate you being here. Be sure to leave a rating. Subscribe on the YouTube channel if you're listening to this on an audio platform. My YouTube channel is completely, I don't know whether to call it shadow banned or if I'm just making terrible thumbnails or what the frick is going on. But uh, yeah, the YouTube used to get a lot more plays and uh, now it's not, which is okay. But it's all good, dude. You just got to push through that bell curve. And of course, my cat, why what, dude, I, I, my cat, I'm going to, this is this is this ongoing thing. Uh, where my cat is just the most clingy animal on the planet, which usually you would think a cat would just fuck off and want to do its own thing, right? They're kind of like girls. Dudes are like dogs where they come around like, oh, food, oh, you're going to give me a little bit of attention, smelling my own farts. And then cats are like women where they go, you know, they'll act like they're your best friend, but then they'll go have like a side family and uh, go, you know, get their pettings on somewhere else and just mind their business and they'll only want attention when they want attention. But so my cat, I try to get her to come in to the room because I know she's going to howl at the door. She looks at the door. Oh, you're, you're trying to make me come in there? I don't want to go in there. So I'm going to go outside. Okay, okay. So then go out there. Then as soon as I close the door here, just howling at the door. So I'm going to punish her. I'm going to punish her uh, and treat her like I would an annoying girlfriend. My cat, I'm basically a lonely cat lady at this point. Okay, this is how this is how women fall into it. But uh, this is why I think men are better pet owners because we are used to having to deal with unpredictable behaviors. And no, I did not just compare women to animals. Get your fucking panties out of your butt crack. Okay, I'm just saying as dudes, we are better with animals because animals are unpredictable, and uh, that's because we have to deal. You don't ever. You know, uh, women don't have to date women. And a lot of women will even say like, I mean, as a guy, right? Like, I don't want to ever live with the dude again because I don't want to deal with another person that smells and puts dishes in the sink and that, uh, you know, has disgusting feet and that eats everything out of the fridge. I don't want to be around somebody like me. So it only makes sense that women don't want to be around other women because they want to be able to be the emotional one and be able to be the ones that don't apologize and hang their ass off the bed instead of apologizing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, With that though, I don't think that dying alone is necessarily such a bad thing, right? 
I think, and that's going to be the natural progression of humanity because none of us can get along. Men hate women. Women hate men. They, thems hate the Zerzems and so on. Everybody hates each other, which is very sad. Uh, personally, I love the ladies. I just don't think that I'm the proper place in life that I need to be to be a loving husband right now. The moment I am, the moment I feel like, okay, I can afford two kids and I'm done looking at, uh, you know, looking at other women, I'm going to settle down. I'm going to be a great, you know, I'm all for it. I look forward to it. I actually enjoy when I'm in a relationship. I don't get in relationships with people that I don't, that I'm not absolutely proud of. And so I enjoy, uh, you know, I enjoy being in the relationship and flexing my partner and I get off on tells me, no, I have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm good. Like that kind of, I don't know. I, that shit uh, feels good and it's fun for me, but I'm not there right now at this point. So, uh, so anyways, let's get into the point. I don't think dying alone is as bad as people are going to point it out to be because at least when you're laying there by yourself in your apartment with your six cats, you can just freaking go peacefully, right? You can just lay there, put on your favorite song and uh, just kind of tune out the world and be like, you know what? I came in alone. It's time to go out alone. You don't have to deal with like, you know, a loving spouse sitting there just, uh, crying, even though you know they're going to go get some 80-year-old dick right afterwards, like a week after. A week after you pass, she's going to go down to Sherry's or go down to the Cracker Barrel, and she's going to meet some other widowed guy who probably has a big truck or something like that, you know? And then uh, he's going to say, well, my wife passed away about four years ago, too, and I've been like, just me and Betsy, my dog. And then your ex-wife who cried for you last week, she's going to go over there and she's going to bust that arthritis filled hip right on top of his fucking desert storm veteran uh, wiener. Anyways, and they're going to make old people sex. Um, I actually don't know. I've never really thought about this. and It's kind (coughs) of, excuse me. I actually don't know, and I've never thought about this. It's pretty gross to think about, but at what age do people stop fucking? Do people stop fucking? Is there like a general, let's see, let's look this up. I usually don't trust Google, but I will trust Google about old people fucking. At what age do people stop having? Wow, that's the first, that's the first thing I can't, around 75 to 85 years of age, dude. Oh my God. I I was thinking like 65 I mean, I'm 33 and my, I mean, shit's already starting to turn off down there, which is the potion of, well, it's a magical thing, by the way. It, uh, you know, they talk, they're like, oh, you fucking limp dick or whatever. Um, the fact that you start getting, it's not like I have erectile dysfunction. Okay. it's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to be funny, but I'm talking about the serious part of it. It's actually pretty rewarding once you start getting into your 30s and your sex drive gets turned down a little bit. It's like all these creative things that start coming out of your brain and all these ideas and motivations that you have because you're not just like, oh my God, ass, uh, uh, titties, uh, 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 the potential that a girl will touch my leg. You know, you're not all wrapped up in that shit and you have so much. That's why old guys are so happy. You ever see old, old men? They always seem so fucking happy because they finally don't give a shit anymore. And then old women are typically pissed off because they're not getting all the attention. And then old guys are uh, typically, especially single. Old single women tend to be kind of pissed off. I know this is a general statement. So they'd be like, oh, my grandma has been blah, 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 blah. Yes, your grandmother's probably the one down at Sherry's getting a random dick, okay? But I'm talking about, because according to Google, according to the lizard pages of all lizard pages, 
uh, you can get fucked until you're about 85 years old. And I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like 91 that is having old people orgies or something, but that's really disturbing. You know, I mean, how do they, what, what position? I mean, that seems dangerous. Geriatric sex actually seems very dangerous because I don't even know what position they would do. I want to say cowgirl, but that would blow out the woman's knees. And I want to say missionary, but then you got to think like these old guys being on their wrists, like a 80 year old man, like being on his wrists and then thrusting would probably be bad for his lower back. Um, I think that porn, there's a porn star. Her name is, uh, what's her name? She's really disgusting. Uh, Adriana Chechik. Okay. She said that she considers herself an athlete, which at the time I thought, wow, that is some pompous. That is the pompous thing to say to be a porn star and consider yourself an athlete because athletes train athletes have to practice. Athletes have to keep their body in a certain, you know, so at the time I thought this was a very ignorant thing to say, but now that I'm thinking about how dangerous it is for old people to be fucking at that age, I do think there is some athleticism required in pornography because if you consider the positions that they get into, none of that shit's anything you would do in real life. And that's why it's so damaging for young people to watch porn because then you start actually having sex. Next thing you know, you're trying to like whip your ankle over this bitch's neck from the back while she's bent over and you're trying to like, you know, do weird spins and stuff while you're inside of her. Or, yeah. I remember the one time... <laughs> I shouldn't talk about this. You know what? I'm not going to talk about this. This is one thing, fellas. I'm going to give you some advice, okay? Uh, don't talk about your sexual exploits because then girls will be like, oh, this guy's got a big mouth. I can't do shit with him. Otherwise, he's going to go run his fucking mouth. And I take a huge risk with that because they're like, oh, he's got a podcast, so he's going to go put me on blast. I'm not. Unless you're an absolute dirtbag or you do me absolutely wrong, I'm not going to put you on blast on this podcast. I don't give a finuck, okay? I'd rather have people think, oh, this guy has no bitches. He never gets anything. They never put anybody on blast because that's not my memo. Um, anyways, dude, old people be fucking... And that's crazy. That's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe dying with a partner would be better, but uh, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm rolling that one around. Now that I know that you can fuck till you're like 85, because if I'm looking at my wife and we're both getting old, right? It's kind of like when I, when I look at people in their early 20s, I still, people always tell me I look younger than what I actually am. But when I'm around people my age, I just kind of think, okay, yeah, this is what people look like. Or if I look at, a better example would be, if I look at high school pictures of people that are my age now, I'm like, yes, that's what people look like at that age. But then I look at people now at that age and I go, holy shit, they look way younger. And it's like that too, if I look at pictures of like my parents' age people when they were 18, 19, they already look like 30. You know what I'm saying? So I imagine as I get older and I look at like a 65-year-old woman when I'm 65, she's not going to look like an old raisined up 65-year-old. She's probably going to look a lot more attractive, obviously, than she does to me now. And since Google says that old people are banging until they're 75 to 85 years of age, that's good insight, dude. So I think a lot of you guys shouldn't worry about dating younger women. You should go wife up uh, uh, you know, a girl your own age. Um. Because, yeah, even though, like, the 22, 24-year-olds, even though they got, like, the hot bodies and everything, you get around them and they start talking. It's like, okay, what do I actually have in common with this person? Um, unless they're... Even though girls are technically more mature, which that is a... 
They, they kind of peak though. I've always said this thing where girls mature way faster than men, but they just kind of peak at like 25. There's no difference between a, like maturity and accountability wise. Wisdom wise, yes. But as far as maturity and accountability, there's no difference between a 25 year old woman and a 45 year old woman, right? One time this lady bumped into me with a shopping cart at the, at the grocery store. She was kind of hot. She's probably like 45. And then she started blaming her kid. Instead of just her just being like, oh, I'm so sorry. She didn't want to take any blame for that. She started blaming her kid. But I said, either way, it's not a big deal, ma'am. I should have been like, oh, it's not a big deal. Shout it. But uh, anyways, that's one thing, by the way, I'm really the word shouty. Uh, I'm really bad. So my ex-girlfriend, that's just, I just always called her shouty. Like that was just her name. Then other people started calling her that. And I, I, I want to take my term back because I fucking love that. I guess that's what, I mean, you call every person you're dating babe, so I guess I can take my word shouty back and start calling other chicks shouty, I guess. I don't know. But uh, I just feel like that's uh, kind of, is it weird? No, I just love the word shouties, right? Like saying girls, be like, oh, where are the girls at? Makes it sound creepy, right? Be like, yo, where are the bitches? That makes you sound misogynistic. Be like, yo, where are the women? That's just kind of like straight up, weird, right? But if you're like, yo, where are the shouties? Everybody's on the same page. You're not saying like, oh, where's the, you know, every other word besides shouty is just weird. If you say where the shouties at, we're all saying, okay, yeah, we just want to, we're not saying we want to be weird and necessarily do sexual things to them and yada, yada, yada. But if you say where the shouties at, it just means like, yes, we would enjoy some female company. Um, yeah, brother. Uh, where are we at? 13 minutes. Very based episode. I think it's been a based, been pretty positive, right? Uh, speaking of being based, all right? If you guys don't know what the term based means, it means being positive, embracing, uh, embracing your individuality and speaking truth and yada, yada. It comes from little B, the base God, the rapper. Some people get this definition misconstrued. They think it's like a political term, meaning super fucking right wing, which that's not the case. Okay. Being based just means being free spirited, free thinking. It's like being a hippie without smelling bad. That's what being based means. Okay. And uh, it comes from a rapper named little B and little B is a legend because he completely flipped hip hop on its head and his music. I'm going to get some shit for this, but his music is terrible. Okay. He would say, yes, I know he can actually rap, but he makes purposely, he makes terrible music. And honestly, I love it because music's so bad anyways, I might as well listen to the worst of the worst. Okay. But I remember back in like 2011, I was hearing his music and I was like, oh my God, dude, this is absolutely terrible. And then I'd go on Reddit. Like I go on uh, hip hop heads on Reddit and everybody be like, Oh, little B. And I didn't realize I was being trolled. Okay. I didn't realize I was being trolled. And the moment I realized I was being trolled and there was something special going on that I didn't understand was I watched an interview with him. And the whole time he's talking about, yeah, you know, I just want to keep things based. I just want to be positive, spread this positivity. But then I listened to his music and he's like, Oh, suck my dick. Cause I'm white. Like Asher Roth hit the bitch with the Mac off the wall, like a flat screen. Uh, 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 you know, all this dumb shit, right? Talking about like in the strip club, stealing money off the flow. And I, was like, and I go on Reddit and I say, I don't understand why you guys buy this positivity thing. So you listen to his music and it's all about him just getting his dick sucked. And then some random person responded, well, what's negative about getting your dick sucked? It's like, you know what? You got a point, dude. Shout out to the bass God. Uh, all praise the bass God because that makes a lot of sense to me. There's nothing more positive than getting your dick sucked. So 
Salute Lil B, dude. Protect Lil B at all costs. With that, let's wind things down. Let's come around the home bend here, dudes. Come around the bend like the 400th lap of NASCAR. Like you hadn't just watched a bunch of cars driving around in a circle the whole time, which uh, shout out to NASCAR. That has nothing to do with anything I want to say. What I want to say to end this uh, podcast, because I'm going to let you in on a little secret, okay? These are the clips usually at this point that I go and put on a TikTok or something like that because I enjoy the rage bait. Because you can't you can't speak truth, right? Usually when I have videos that start popping off, it's because I had some sort of idea or I speak some truth that everybody recognizes but nobody's allowed to say. But so what I'm gonna start to do is I'm just gonna start saying the biggest bullshit in the world because you can say the biggest bullshit in the world and nobody bats an eye. But if you say the absolute truth, then people start getting offended. So I'm gonna start taking these little rage bait clips. I'm gonna put them online and if you want, you can go look at the comments of people freaking the fuck out and you'll be in on the joke. So this is going to be one of these clips. Okay. All right, let's go in. Uh, <laughs> how about that for some meta? We're dropping the fifth wall. All right, here we go. Let's prepare for this. This is going on TikTok. I don't think giving birth is necessarily that difficult. I think women are just dramatic about everything in general, okay? Women always act like, oh, we have it so hard in the workplace. Oh, we have it so hard at the gym we get stared at. Oh, we get hard. Everything is so hard. Being a mom is so hard. Being a stay-at-home wife is so hard. Oh, having to do my hair is so hard. So how hard can giving birth possibly be? I think it must be blown way out of proportion because women blow everything out of proportion and they're just emotional creatures. Yeah, go look at the comments on that clip. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Appreciate you guys tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. Uh, please tell somebody about the podcast. Love y'all a long time. Uh, yeah, dude, that's all I'm going to ask for you today. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Peace out. Please leave a rating. Adios.